Time play three HR. What's up? Welcome. Welcome. How you doing? How you doing, bud? Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. good. I'm good. I've literally just been for a run. Yeah. I'm sitting here, sweaty. Ooh, that's wonderful. About to have dinner. That's a nice image. Whew. Let's okay. smash it out. Because we got a good one coming. A game near and dear to you and me. Yeah, I'm excited about More it. You. I, was just, I hadn't really thought about it until like... Half an hour ago, and it was just like playing over my mind the kind of things we can talk about. And I got out the, uh, I still have the game on disc, so I got out the box. I was just thinking about like my whole journey with that game and that series. Um, so I'm excited about talking about it. It's a good, you've got a good uh, MGS story, I feel. Yeah. As far as like game stories go, and it's not like one you could make a short film about. Well, I mean, not like a, you know, a really hooking. <laughs> no, one. I don't think so. But but it's still like a nice story. Yeah, I think so. You just played them a lot. I love them. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's the basic story of it. Um, so yeah, mm. so we're talking about Metal Gear Solid Four, which um, which you played three out three hours of now. Yeah, so I I played like two hours. Um, so I started afresh. Cool, great. I I got like two and a half hours in. Yeah, and I was like. You know, instead of just continuing on through the desert, uh, I like I was just thinking about the end of the game, and I was like, "Oh, that last fight was really cool." So I just went back to boot up an old save, mm. um, and of course, I booted up my like my last save I have. But of course, oddly enough, it's one of those games which saves just after you beat the game. Yeah. Uh, so I was then like forced. <laughs> then it was just like a series of cutscenes which I skipped all of, and then the credits started rolling, which you couldn't skip. Like oh, the first okay. credits. Yeah, the first ones you can't, yeah. And then um, and then it brings up the scene of, uh, spoilers, uh, when Big Boss, actual Big Boss comes. Yeah. And I just watched that. <laughs> yeah. So I had like two and a half hours of gameplay and then watched that final cutscene. Yeah. It's crazy that like the epilogue is like, <laughs> like half an hour long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's it took scary. forever. Kojima. And all the all the cutscenes from after the final bit of gameplay uh, is just non-stop. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's like a whole movie after you finish the game. The whole game is just crazy. Yeah. There's nothing like it in terms of structure. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and part of its charm. I mean, I enjoyed watching the cutscenes. So did you, when you started afresh, did you watch all the cutscenes? Yeah. How much gameplay ratio... To video, did you actually? Manage? So you know what? There's, I think at the start, there's actually more. Uh, but the thing about the start is in, that it's in, constantly in sort of, like, constantly interrupting with more. It stops stuff. Yeah. The literally the one of the craziest things is it like shows you the introductory cutscene. You're on a truck. You get off the truck. Uh, you walk, literally about three meters, and then there's another cutscene, mm. and then it, you're back in the world. You pick up a gun. Walk three meters, another cutscene, yeah. um, and it's just super, super unnecessarily interrupt, uh, interrupty. And there are bits of, like at the start when a truck comes in and soldiers come out, and again just like disrupts everything. Mm. I think there's a lot that could have been done uh, just in the actual gameplay to make it flow smooth. But um, yeah, sure. 
Well, it's a really, it's a really weird. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess I would like to talk about my experience with it the first time, um, which was I. I remember I bought it secondhand, which is the weird, like, it's weird to think that I've never actually owned, I've never paid Konami full price for um, a game that I played, like, billions of times. Um, I bought it secondhand. I sold a phone, and I got a new phone at Kex, <laughs> and I with that, I also had 40 quid or whatever it was, 30 quid. <laughs> We've and had, like, back-to-back Kex mentions. Yeah. <laughs> and I... Um, and I um, I got MGS with it, which I had like seen. I watched like a trailer, which was like well after the game came out. I watched this really long, like nine minute trailer. Um, just I like, downloaded it off PSN when you had to download videos off PSN. Um, mm. And I th- and I was like, what the hell is this? This looks crazy. Um, and I bought it, and I was just kind of, I was like overwhelmed by it as this thing because at this point, this was still basically just after I had stopped playing only driving games. This was 2008. Um, yeah, that's when it was released. And at that point, as we were talking about the last couple of weeks, like I was just playing like driving games and just anything that was spooky or even kind of violent, I was just kind of too afraid to touch. I, really? I, yeah, like I had got into Assassin's well, I, mean, I know that, but broken. I swear there, there were surely a few. A couple. Well, this was like this before was this. starting to get through it, right? So like the first Assassin's Creed was really the first game that like got me into confrontation confrontation oh. in video games basically it's it's insane that game just absolutely hit i feel like i don't know if it was just us or like everyone our age mm. but in such a major way yeah it was a huge deal for a lot of people i think mm. um and then crazy i don't know and then i just yeah crazy. i just beat up metal Gear solid 4 and it just seemed like nothing i had ever like played before i'd never really played a stealth game or at least not one that complex um and I had never, and this was also still a time when I was mostly playing video games because I wanted to see the cutscenes, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. if you want a game where you get a lot of cutscenes, this is ding, ideal. Ding. Um, so, I learned on, yeah, so I basically got a stealth game, which turns out to be one of my favorite sort of, if I had to pick a genre, like stealth games that are up there, and lots of cutscenes, and also just like the bizarre world of Hideo Kojima. Um, like discovering that it's just a crazy yeah also the weird thing as i was going to say to your like um your like the opening section could be a little better um it's at the time for me i found it like quite a huge barrier to entry i don't know about you but the first time i played it i found it like really hard to like pick up exactly what i was supposed to be doing it's it's like that and also it's very odd uh in the fact that the first like 10, 15 minutes uh, is actually quite tricky. It's very, very linear. You have, like, zero equipment. It doesn't really explain the controls and CQC. You don't really know the sort of limits of how far enemies can see you, how aware they are. Um, And, like, it's tricky. I essentially ran through the first, like, 15 minutes because I got caught and I was like, I don't want to. And you don't take enough damage on, like, normal difficulty to just you know you're able to run through it so but then you get stuff and it opens up a little bit more a bit and um yeah the, it becomes much more playable that series has always done like tutorials quite badly um mm. and four is like four basically just completely ignores the idea of any kind of tutorializing it, oh. 
it um which which like for me at the time as a, when I was younger and I just wasn't playing that many games I just like and a genre that I had never touched really before it was just like what the hell am I supposed to <laughs> like I had no idea and obviously you look at the manual and that's what I was looking at just now the manual is like humongous and it has like this comic book inside it that gives you all the controls and stuff and like uh. it's just like crazy way of teaching you how to play a game and the previous ones like three and two um they spend a lot more time telling you like press the action button you know in the codex mm. but it's still it still never really teaches you um so really what you can do, you can call the codec at the very start and it will give you some controls but you don't know what the codec is at the start yeah. there's no like yeah, yeah. suggestion and if you press select it brings up the control menu but like it so it'll be like L1 CQC <laughs> if you're going into that game blind one, you have no idea what that is, what CQC is, um, which is like the melee attack. Mm. And then also it's got tons of really specific ways you can use it, uh, which like messed me up tons and whatever. Yeah, I mean, but also it <laughs> like only I would be as stupid as to play Metal Gear Solid 4 as the first game of the series like that is the worst one to no start with. not at all because it was just a thing of time yeah i guess so but like in it, terms like, of like we the, had ps3s the, it came out on ps3 yeah well you weren't gonna no sure pick up a ps2 game sure but they just like it's just it's is if you play metal gear solid 3 you can immediately start playing metal gear solid 4 but like it yeah. just um even though the controls are like quite adjusted it's still like you can pick up at least you understand what you're supposed to be doing yeah yeah and, a bit, and it, it's very deep. It just chucks you in. It's the sort of... And I mean, you're better at explaining this than me, but the sort of game that was meant to answer a lot of questions, right? Yeah, it's it spends the majority of its time just kind of filling in holes, basically, that Kojima wrote, him, wrote himself into. Yeah. Um, and whether or not it did it successfully is like... There's a discussion for a, a whole different 3HR, probably. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like I'd need to, like, play that game... Uh, Ah, maybe we can, yeah, we can always, like, come back to this thing if we need to. Yeah, it's a, um, it's, it's a really, it's like, it's like just a lot, it's a lot of fan service to the whole thing. Um, Mm. every, it feels like every single plot detail or story beat is, like, a reference to something else that he's already done. Um, In the other games, there's a lot of that. And it was, it was, I mean, again, talking about, like, my first experience, it was, it's a really interesting way to experience a story, a story like to experience the ending of a story first. You know, I read the last page of this book and basically, so I just got all the answers, but I had no idea what the questions were. And it's the same with you. You played this one. For, I recommended it to you, right? Yeah. Oh, nonstop. Yeah. Looky, looky, yeah. looky, there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, like... Yeah, it was just, and it's just all answers and it's all nonsense. So it's just like, you were just like, they were talking about like Fox Die and like, and Naomi, whatever, what Naomi, whatever is there. And I was like, who, what, why, when, constantly for every single thing. Even now, even having played like, you know, so I've played now like part of one, two, three, Peace Walker, like some five. Yeah. Still, like a lot of those questions I some I still am like what is that? I think I could answer almost all of them if you had any, but I, I think because I think I think literally by playing the end first, 
just completely screwed. Because I played through one, two, three, and and one, yeah, one, two, and three. Um, not that long after I played four, but I still didn't really understand. Um, but it's but I think if I had started with one and done it that natural way, I think I probably would have understood the story for the most part. Pretty pretty cleanly. Yeah, but yeah, but it is it is just absurd, and I don't. There's a lot of like crazy ideas as to what four was supposed to be because four is like four i love four but it's also kind of a mess you can sort of tell as soon as you start playing it it's kind of a mess right yeah i I mean it's it's just kooky it's a kooky it's a kooky game yeah with (laughs) an insane structure and just like a lot of really cool shit yeah and so i think i think because of that kookiness people have spent a lot of time like theorizing just what it's supposed to be about um, and like the thing that people talk about most of the time when they talk about like Hideo Kojima, who for people who don't know, is like the, is like what people like to claim as like video games only author. So he's like this, um, creative director of these, this series. Um, and, um, people love him to death. Uh, and he, he, what was I saying? I completely lost my track of thought. Was it about him walking into the Sony press conference? <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so he's like created this whole series of games and they're all written mostly by him, but I'm sure he's got a lot of help over the years. Um, and, and he's, he, he doesn't, uh, and he's not very humble about it either. No, he likes to put his name uh, everywhere. His name is everywhere. Even in like cutscenes. Yeah. Well, obviously, so like, it'll say a game by Hideo Kojima, act one, Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll be like on the walls of so like on that box. Do you remember that box in the first cutscene with the watermelons in? There's no place for Heidi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah, you would hope that like one of his teams suggested that, you know, and he thought it was funny. Like you, you would hope he wouldn't be like. So my idea for the scene is <laughs> I want to make a box and have a play on words. I I mean I I think it probably was. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's incredible. Like, but yeah, so that the, game sorry. oozes cool. Yeah, the, um, the thing I was saying, I just remembered what it was. So people talk about how since basically Metal Gear Solid, effectively he made Metal Gear Solid 1, people loved it, and then he had to make a sequel, and he kind of didn't want to. And then since that point, he's been making these sequels that he loves, but also feels like he wants to move on. Is a constant, he, every single time he made one of these games, he would say, this is my last one. Um, and so people would read into that a lot. So two, especially being the direct sequel, um, we don't have to go into two cause that's a whole nother discussion, but like th- that game is crazy for the way it, um, if you look at it from that angle, it's pretty insane, but you get to four. And by this point you have this idea of like Hideo Kojima being this sort of tired, old, um, outdated person that is relying so much on technology to like, um, uh, keep his, keep, himself going you know like he i think in interviews he would talk about how like yeah the only reason we're really making this game is because we want to we finally want to like use the power of the playstation 3 um (laughs) and um and then you have so like obviously you have like that's related to old snake and how he's all old and he's using this sort of suit to keep his body upright and and agile and stuff and then you have this character johnny Suzaki, who in the old games um is just a comic relief character who has diarrhea or irritable doubt, bowel syndrome. Um, um, in and four. He's, and he's just pooping in Metal Gear Solid 1, I think, yeah. in 2, and probably in 3 as well. Um, 
which doesn't make yeah. any sense, but he's probably in three. Um, and in four, he is this, um, he's revealed to be this sort of handsome, young, very capable version effectively of like what Solid Snake is um, at this point. And like, I can't remember exactly what like that's supposed to mean, but it's, it's, it's like, there's just so, four is just a fascinating, bizarro game with like just millions of theories chucked around. Um, and that I like, I don't, I've spent like time like reading that bullshit just cause I just think it's like, it's pretty tasty. Oh, it's so interesting. Like yeah. all the fan theories are so normally quite fun. Yeah. That stuff is always really good. Uh, the games are also just like super, super cool. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of just stuff that's just so unique to those worlds that you just forget about as well. Like the Metal Gear Mark II, the so you get this little robot that follows you around. Like the animations on that thing, and just like playing that thing mm-hmm. feels so good. And then you know he whips out a PS3 controller to control it. <laughs> like the whole thing just feels so good. Yeah, I think that stuff is definitely the stuff that like would keep me coming back to those games is those just like, yeah. tiny little touches that are just everywhere constantly <sighs> like you've i remember like <laughs> googling um like easter egg lists you know of games yeah. and like if you go to like melga solid's easter egg list it's just humongous um keeps on going like, packed and packed with all these ridiculous little things things that you can do, things that um, you didn't realise you could, like, affect and appear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this thing as well, this little robot, it's, yeah, jumping upstairs animation mm. is so good. <laughs> it, like, squids, it jumps, he, like, flaps his, um, flaps his little camera screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I was thinking about, did you play this on normal? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I was thinking about the thing the, one of the other mechanics this game has that the other ones don't is the psych meter yeah your stress levels <laughs> which is something that I don't think I've seen in any other games until like I guess all these survival games started coming up so that's basically what that is um, but so the way it works is I think Kojima was trying to like talk about like PTSD and just general like war makes people unhappy is effectively what you're trying to say with this yeah um, i don't know what what happens when it hits zero do you lose health uh, yeah you, you start to slowly depleting health i think um okay. and your and, then, and as it gets as lower well. your aim is more shaky and stuff okay i'm sort of like dumb stuff like that but uh, so it's got this like ridiculous sort of survival meter but on on like normal difficulty it, you don't really have to worry about it too much. Um, it's when you bump the difficulty up where it just starts like, I think when you're in direct sunlight, it starts depleting um, and stuff like that. The stress. Yeah. Um, so like you have to get oh, into man. shade, which is not the same thing as like someone going through shell shock, but there you go. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, like, uh, like really it's, hard. <laughs> it's amazing because I think that meter shows like, the weird duality of like these games where you'll have the sort of like we're trying to go for some like serious mechanic to explain this character but also using that same mechanic if you call one of the characters on the codec and shake the controller her boobs jiggle and then the the meter goes back up (laughs) so it's just like it's like this insanely ridiculous combination of things of just being like 
So I want to tell this serious story with these dumb mechanics, but also I'm a child. I'm a child man. <laughs> <laughs> and I need, to, I need to do this in my game. That's pretty much it. I need to use the 6-axis controller somehow. Go to Wobble, man. God, that was just so... I remember Snake. stumbling across that little Easter egg and just, it's so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Um, also, another thing that's cool, like, just the look and everything in the UI in this game is actually so cool. Yeah? Can you describe it? I, I don't, don't think I can, like, specifically... Call so it, it's sort of um, quite digital mm -hmm. and everything sort of done in, like, red and blue... Uh, like sort of filled in line art with sort of translucent um, it's like yeah it's all like red and blue translucent line art for all the items and weapons and everything and then it's all very boxy and it's kind of like a like an old camcorder menu sort of thing in a lot of ways mm -hmm. so you flick through and it like beeps it's all very mechanical it's got a sort of pixel uh, text um, but the way it all comes together just looks so nice. Yeah, I, I those beeps and boops are like drained into my mind. Yeah. And then you just hold it when you're panicking. Yeah. <laughs> Was it? Is it? When you're like changing weapons and stuff, is it on like a dial or is it on like the shoulder buttons like the other games? So you, you press uh, R2, R2 for weapons, L2 for items, and then you press left and right on the left analog stick yeah. to flick between them. Yeah, and they like go um, up and down the screen on the left and right. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah they, so it goes system. up, it goes across. So for the weapons, it goes right along the bottom and then up the screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's all like, and the, the your health is like orange and stuff. It look, I don't know, it looks good though. Looks real good. I've always really liked that weapon select. I don't know why no one's ever done that other than yeah. the Solid Series. It's like a really nice little... It feels very crunchy. Yeah, stops time. Yeah, it's good. Give you time to flip between it. And same with items. You can fill out your items. I also kind of like how uh, you can't get everything, but it's a really good way of uh, like choosing what you want by selecting your loadout. Mm. Felt good. Felt good. You know what was funny in this game? <laughs> um, so not long ago played Fallout 4 mm -hmm. to where you open it up and it's like war yep. war is that Fallout is Fallout 4 isn't it that's it's like Fallout in general war. That line. war never changes yeah. uh, <laughs> and then the first line in this game is war yep. it's changed yep. war. war's changed it's <laughs> good stuff yeah made me laugh and also, one thing I never noticed as well is, uh, so in, like when you press start, it brings up all these extra like little bits of information that you don't need to know, like temperature, humidity. Mm -hmm. uh, it shows like what direction you're heading, um, and then there's also one for weather. And under weather, in like just you know the nice sun of where is it, Afghanistan? Uh, I don't know. Uh, in the first first act. Yeah, something like that. Uh, it just says fine. <laughs> well, it's fine. It's fine. Well, it's I mean, fine, and that's just throughout as well. Just don't wait. It's fine. God, and also the music is so good. The just the sound in general in these games. Yeah. Um. 
And it's insane that you also, when you swap between, like, acts, you have to install... Yeah, that is crazy. ...the disc onto the game. Like, I, I was like, okay, let's play the last thing. And then I was like, oh, yeah, you have to wait to install this final act. Yeah, sit here for three minutes while it installs. Yeah. While he smokes his cigarette. Yeah, it's... it's Nutty. I don't know if I've yeah, ever seen anyone else do that as well. It's just, it's just the way they figured out to use the PS3, I guess. It's just, like... Yeah. I mean, there's no loading I mean, when you're playing... I would. I mean, I would. T- I'd rather point. just take like a huge load at the start, I guess. But then you'd have to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I. I don't mind it. Yeah. It's. It's kind of like a nice. Uh, nice way to signal that you're progressing. Yeah, it's a nice way to break it up. You know, it's like okay, I can put Act One behind me. Yeah. This is like a full new chapter. Yeah, yeah, and all the all the chapters are really unlike the other games. All the all the chapters are really distinct. It's like you're very much playing a different part of that game each each act mm. um, I mean, it's very doable as well because it's very uh, corridory yeah super and so it's just like these different set pieces that you go through around the world and things happen yeah it... which I which I kind of like for stealth games uh, because with five it's you know when you're approaching from and at the same time I love it I love in five where you approach from ages away because it kind of gives you that whole scale but uh, it definitely feels more manageable when it's um, just like a small set area. And if you do die, you can just approach it from the same way. Yeah, I mean, it's more it's more puzzly when it's linear like that. Yeah, it's more like definitely. there's only really one or two ways to get through this. So you have to figure out what it is. Whereas like yeah. MGS5 is just about like experimentation and like fiddling around using a ton of cool things which you'll never actually use yeah yeah that's a big one did you um how far did you get through mgs5 i don't know no idea i played it like a year ago yeah sure i mean it's hard it's hard because there isn't much story i guess so you don't really know where you were yeah and that's what i want yeah that is what and also it's one of those games where like i like whenever i played it it was just so much more appealing to take on the little uh, bite-sized missions than the big missions. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, with stealth games, like, when you mess up, it sucks. And that's a lot easier to happen on a big mission. Mm. Um, so I just kept doing the little bite-sized missions. I've got, like, 40 hours, and I'm just nowhere. Yeah, I think... You I know, because I just I did every side where, mission. Like, the main... Yeah, yeah. It's probably, like, another 20, 30 hours to finish, maybe. Mm. Maybe less, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's doable. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'll do it one day. I want to play Mario. Have you not got That's it yet? That's what I want to do. No, we don't have any money. Oh, mate. I oh, know. It's fine. You can come to that game whenever and love it. it doesn't, there's no rush. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, it's just... But it's one of those games that it's, like, t- already... It's immediately timeless, so, like, it's not, like, a big deal to, like... Wait. Yeah. I mean, the price is... <laughs> it's not like I'm going to save any money by waiting no that's true it, it will be that price forever <laughs> mm-hmm. it's crazy how that'll just stop you from playing some games like i never played the Gal- galaxy games just because i didn't buy them initially and i didn't really want to pay full price mm. like a year later mm. but i am um, whatever i liked the galaxy games i didn't finish either of them but i don't I've, i didn't love them like everyone so, else seemed to i guess but I guess I'm, I'm very, just not like as big a Mario fan as other people. Uh, also, uh, Joe got a Switch the other day. Oh, yeah? He crumbled. 
Yeah, so you got another one. That's fantastic. Yeah, so more and more people are getting switches. That's good. Yeah, I saw my first one on a train the other day. Oh, wow, it's happening. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty good. I have a lot of memories as well of uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, of mainly you and Jem. Jem loved it. Just, yeah, just like telling me all the cool things you could do. <laughs> And I'd just be like, that does sound cool. <laughs> and I remember I tried to find that game cheap for ages. Yeah. For ages and ages, but like I just never found it cheap. And then one, I want to say I maybe got it in Australia. One sec, let me get my case. He's getting his case, so I'm going to fill time. I'm a bit sleepy, so I don't know if I really have the energy to fill time. I want you yeah. To uh, hey, man. Hey. Hey, man. I like I like leaving you I like leaving you on the podcast. Yeah, I have to do something. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's stressful. <laughs> Pre-owned. I don't know where. I think I got it in Australia. I want to say because they're on PAL as well. I remember you getting. I, I can't remember you getting. I mean, I remember telling you to get it a lot, basically. A legendary soldier, a final mission, the ultimate sacrifice. Dude, crack out that. Crack out that game manual. It's humongous. It's, it's it. It's, you know. It's chunky. It's got some nice fake snake print on the front. Some, and, like, all the art in this game is incredible. Oh, of course. Yeah, that game... I mean, I haven't... I guess I didn't play it, so it'd be good to hear your opinion. But, like, I feel like that game has probably aged really, really well, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just, like... It looks fine. The character models and stuff just look kind of great. Oh, they look fine. Yeah. Yeah, it looks great. <sighs> It's chunky. Mm. You can call me Drebin. <laughs> Drebin, Drebin was horrendous. <laughs> He's alright. No, Drebin's terrible. Drebin just tells you a lot of rubbish that you don't understand ever. <laughs> Listen to this. What to do if. They've got a what to do if section in the manual. That's good. Uh, they've, well. they've got... Um, uh, what to do if I keep dying question mark mm. and then it's got subsections I want to restore my life use a recovery item such as a ration page 24 mm-hmm. what if the enemy keeps spotting me what if the enemy is blocking the way forward wow yeah that Very is not how ones. you do a tutorial <laughs> what if it's too dark to see <laughs> the the camera is too hard to control. Okay. What do they say for that? Probably just Go like adjust port. the... Shoot, adjust cameras, yeah. Um, also, one thing I thought was a bit weird was with that night vision goggle uh, that you get, mm-hmm. it's just almost necessary to go through the whole game in that night vision goggle. Because you can see the humans? Yeah. Yeah, it like points Cause out. You, there'll be like a human, like someone uh, sniping from a window. Mm. And you'll just have no idea that they're there yeah. because they're a little, you know, green-brown speck in a brownie-green window ages away from you. And they have full vision over you. And you walk out and you just instantly get spotted. But then as soon as you put your night vision goggles on, uh, they become like a bright white spot on a big normal building. Yeah. Bit that. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think i got to go. Oh, okay, man. Uh... Good stuff though. Yeah, good pod, good potty. Good pod, good pod, good pod. We'll record um, uh, same time next week. 
Yeah, absolutely. Or whenever Sunday. throughout the week. I Can I give you a game to play next week? If you've got one. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> but I'll think of a goodie. Yeah, if you let me know, I'll play it. Okay, right. Alright, man. Good speaking to you. Uh, this has been Time Played 3HR. Um, SoundCloud iTunes. It's me, Lockie. SoundCloud iTunes. Have a good week. Email. YouTube. Whatever. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Peace. Oh, 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 oh.